Hi, this is Helena. Welcome to another Hockey with Helena podcast. I'm here with George Sippel, my Detroit Free Press colleague, who also covers the Detroit Red Wings. The Red Wings have just spent a nice long week being on break. Now they start the race for the playoffs, playing at Tampa Wednesday and at Florida Thursday. Pretty interesting today at practice and talking to Jeff Blashill. He really zeroed in on turnovers being one of the areas that the Wings need to do much better at in the second half. Uh, what did you think of his comments, George? I thought it was interesting that uh, he talked about uh, some of the games where they've turned over the, the puck the most. Uh, they have have a significant losing record, and uh, uh, they talked about going over metrics, which everybody loves to talk about. And uh, obviously turnovers uh, uh, is one of the things that they focused on uh, during the break. And uh, Brendan Smith also told me that uh, that was a, a primary focus for the, the, the defensemen, that they need to cut down on their turnovers. Yeah, and you know, and I, I think to me it's interesting too because uh, I was looking earlier, one of the things that jumps out when you look at the teams in the playoff picture in the East, the Wings are the only one of those teams with a zero goal differential. Everybody else has some surplus of, of goals. I think this is one of the areas where if they can score a little bit more, they can buy themselves a little bit margin of error. I mean, they, they do need to watch on turnovers, and it's very evident. A lot of those games, they've needed uh, Peter Morasek to bail them out because they, they've just let in some doozy chances against. But I do think that they also need to score more, um, and especially on their power play. I mean, a, a power play at 18th uh, in the league, 17.6%. What's interesting to me is this is the, essentially the same team that last year finished second in the league with additions in Mike Green and Brad Richards, who you think would have made it better. And it's just, to me, they'd probably have five more victories if they had a better power play. And just in general, uh, along with turnovers, to me, they, they've got to get a little bit better offensively. Yeah, and Blushel tried to downplay the, uh, the talk about the goal differential by, by just saying, you know, ultimately it comes down to victories. But, I, I mean, not. Uh, what else is he going to say? You know, uh, he, uh, I think he, he knows that they're they're limited on, on exactly who they can count on to produce goals. So, uh, but obviously that's something they need to focus on in the second half. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, Dylan Larkin has been such a fantastic story all season. Uh, to me, Henrik Sutterberg has been another one of their consistent skaters. I mean, right from the get go, he's been there. I think you're seeing Powell now back up to being the Powell he he is when he's at his best and. Um, I think to be fair, once you're in your mid-30s, it's a lot tougher to come back after missing as much time as he did, and, and including all of training camp and exhibition season. Um, to me, one of the, you know, Tomasz Tatar and Gustav Nyquist, uh, they're both 14 and 13 goals respectively, but they run a little bit too cold at times, and they seem to run cold in tandem and then hot at the same time. Um, I think those guys need to be a little bit more consistent. Uh, Justin Applicator seems to have come around after he was quiet after his opening weekend. Um, I think Riley Shahan needs to produce more. And to me, I think Darren Helm, you know, four goals, 13 points. When you play as much as you do next to Pavel Datsuk, your number should be a little bit better. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think definitely uh, Tatar and Nyquist, uh, you know, even though they have 
13 and 14 goals. Uh, you know, they're the they're the guys that are in their prime, and, and they need to uh, step up a, a little bit more. Exactly. I mean, that's you know, Jeff has talked about that. Mike Babcock used to talk about that when that Henrik and Pavel came in and pushed and started carrying some of the burden for Steve Eisenman and Brendan Shanahan a decade ago. And that's kind of, you know, Dylan Larkin is doing that, but they need those guys in their mm-hmm. mid-20s. And, I mean, Gustav Nyquist got a very fat contract this past year. He's being paid to score, and he needs to do more of it. Brad Richards, you know, I, I think there you'd like the numbers to be a little bit better as, as well, uh, given his experience. Yep. I agree, and 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 the the, the other thing that uh, could be a positive though is uh, uh, more involvement from the defensemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they could chip in a little bit more, and they, and they have, um, and, and that could help down the stretch, especially on the power play. Oh, exactly, and I think most of the games where they've the defense has been especially active, they have a much better record. I mean, it was just in, at the Islanders game, De Kaiser jumping up and, and seeing an opportunity there, scoring. He's, he's having a, a, a very good season. I think you're really seeing the offensive side that he's capable of. Um, but, but just in general, Mike Green, too, when, when, the, when the defense is involved offensively, the record is so much better. They, they just do so much uh, better in, in games. So uh, overall, I would say, you know, they're in, they're in a good spot. Uh, I mean, they have two fewer victories than Tampa, but uh, neck and neck there for... It was 58 points in the Atlantic Division. Um, I think, like Blasio was saying, it, there's a few areas, but but over where they need to improve. But overall, um, I think this this team is in good is in a good spot going into the as they as they gear up after after the All Star break. Yeah, you, you, you'd like to, th- to think their home record could be a little bit better than uh, 11, 10, and five, but uh, uh, we'll see how uh, how that develops the last half of the game. When uh, Brandon Smith has talked about how uh, the second half of the, uh, begins another stretch of another level of competition that steps up, so the games are going to be a lot tighter now and uh, more intense, and you'd, you'd like to hope that they can win a couple more times uh, at Joe Louis Arena. I think that's a very good point. I think it's they've won once their past seven or eight games, kind of astounding there, whereas they've had such a good road uh, record in, in January, but Overall, let's take a listen now. I interview Justin Advocator and Gustav Nyquist about their thoughts as the Wings come out of the All-Star break. Here's my interview with Justin Applicator. It's kind of the unofficial... Uh, no, no, a little bit past the halfway point of the season, but what, what kind of do you see as imperatives for you guys to work on uh, as you prepare for the playoffs? Uh, I just think, uh, you know, continuing to play well defensively. Uh, obviously, goal scoring, you know, can come and go, but uh, I think offensively just kind of get try to get more bucks on net and get second, third opportunities and, and be hard in those areas. And uh, I think we got to be better at home. Our home record's... Uh, not as good as it should be. Obviously, we've been playing really well on the road, but uh, hopefully, we can carry that over at home. You start uh, the schedule off again with back-to-backs at Tampa Bay and Florida. Let's talk a little bit about those teams. What makes them so difficult? I mean, Florida had a heck of a run there, uh, leading up to the All-Star break, and Tampa too. They were struggling for much of the season. Now they seem to really have come around. Yeah, uh, Tampa obviously is, is a good team. You know, they have pretty much the same group as last year. They got them to the finals, uh, so you knew they were going to come. You know come on at some points and 
there are always, always good matchups between between us and them. It's usually uh, tight games, uh, some low scoring games. So we got to be ready to to play well defensively and uh, you know be hard on them. And you know Florida is a team that we, we haven't played in a, in a while here. So we uh, it's going to be uh, you know they're always a tough test, uh, especially down there. Uh, they play well and. Um, you know, I think for them, we just got to, you know, keep a patient game and, uh, you know, limit our turnovers and uh, not give them too much offense. One number that stands out when uh, you look at you guys in the standings is you have a goal differential of zero. That's uh, some Montreal has the same, but most teams have a one uh, much further on the plus side. Mm -hmm. Is that something of a concern? Well, I think I think all of our games have been tight. They've been one a lot of one goal games, and you know, maybe maybe on those one goal games. You know, uh, we haven't scored open nets. I think some teams score sometimes one or two open nets that can kind of skew those numbers. Uh, but I, I think our games have been close and tight, so you know we are probably going to be around around that zero. You know, we obviously want to be a little more on the plus side, but uh, um, I think that's that attributes the games that have been uh, also close. So, thank you. I also interview Gustav Nyquist for his thoughts on the Wings as they come out of the All-Star break and prepare for the playoffs. Had a little bit past the halfway point of the season, but just talk about what you guys need to do now uh, as you prepare for the playoffs, and you have a big back-to-back -back, uh, to start the, the second part of the season with. Yeah, two teams, two top teams, obviously, that we're fighting against uh, in the division, so two big big challenges for us. Um, for us, it's just a matter of, I think, becoming a little bit more consistent uh, and not turning so many pucks over. When we don't do that, we're, we're a pretty good team, so, so uh, limit that. And, and uh, I think we got to work, a little, our power play has to be better as well. Uh, got to make uh, make something happen there and, and uh, make that work, and hopefully it gets going here. Was the last game before the break at Islanders, I mean, you score early on the power play, was that a good example of how much a difference uh, a good power play can make? Yeah, for sure. You know, it gives you momentum early and, and uh, can put teams away. We, we've had lots of chances over the years to, to win games from our power play who hasn't, when, when it hasn't come through. So, so uh, you know, a good power play always helps. And uh, an extra goal or two every game is, is huge. Uh, looking at the standings, you guys uh, kind of stand out because you have a zero uh, goal differential. It's uh, most of the teams, uh, Montreal does as well, but most of the other teams uh, that are in the playoffs picture are on the, on the plus side. How much of a concern is that? Yeah, well, we know we haven't scored enough goals as a team. I think uh, there's a lot of guys in here that that, uh, that has to score more for sure, and we have to score more as a team. Um, you know, we've we've been relying a lot on our goaltenders. I think this year and good team, we've we've done a pretty good job of limiting chances, I guess. But but uh, in saying that, we need to score more goals for sure. Uh, it's it's tough. We, we've been in a lot of one-goal games, uh, and, uh, which is good. Uh, practice I guess for, for, for tight playoff games but but uh, it'd be nice to get a couple extra goals here and there too. Thank you. That wraps up a look at the Red Wings as they come out of the All-Star break. You can always find more great Wings coverage on Freep.com and you can follow me on Twitter at Helene St. James. Thanks for listening. <laughs>